Welcome to the Detroit Lions Morning Rounds podcast, also available on YouTube. I'm Jimmy Liao, University of Michigan Medical School graduate. Let's talk about A.J. Terrell missing a game due to being on the COVID reserve list. Jay Glazer of Fox Sports reports that Terrell's placement on the COVID-19 reserve list came after Terrell had three tests. Two came back positive and one ended up negative. Thus, the NFL had to call it a confirmed positive case of COVID. Now, let's define the terms that the NFL is currently using for COVID. The first one is false positives. Now, there was the famous incident of the false positives from the New Jersey lab three or four weeks ago, where there were 77 positive tests, which was a huge spike, an anomalous spike of tests that was not seen in any other lab across the country. So that's one of the few cases where I'd be comfortable calling something a false positive is if there's some kind of highly suspicious lab error. In most other cases, I'm not going to call anything a false positive because we don't have a gold standard test, a highly reliable, highly accurate test to fall back on or to compare the initial test on. So how does the NFL determine false positive? According to the current protocol, it's to rerun the original sample as well as to do a POC test. Now the POC test is the rapid test that returns within a few minutes as opposed to the PCR test which can take up to a day to return. Now the reason the NFL doesn't do the POC test for all their tests is because the POC test is thought to have a higher false negative rate, thus less accurate than the PCR test. So a player can be called a false positive or labeled a false positive if the original sample rerun comes back negative and the POC test comes back negative. The second term that the NFL uses is an unconfirmed positive. This was established after Matthew Stafford's famous positive test. Now let's bring in on the YouTube screen. If you're watching YouTube, you can see this. Dr. Sills, the NFL chief medical officer in charge of COVID, had a conference call a few days after Matthew Stafford's positive test. Dave Burkett transcribed some of that. So let me read that off to you. Dr. Sills says that the second kind of case we recognize is this term called unconfirmed positive, which means that for those individuals who I just described, they were infected a month or two ago, they may have had a number of negative tests in a row, and then all of a sudden they'll have a new positive, and then it's followed quickly again by a number of negative tests. In the absence of symptoms and without any confirmations, we would refer to that first positive as an unconfirmed positive. All right, so an unconfirmed positive is basically an isolated positive test that is very likely to be a true positive test. Now, the NFL does not report or release publicly these unconfirmed positive test results anymore. After the whole Matthew Stafford incident where Kelly Stafford ripped the NFL publicly on social media and caused some privacy concerns and optics concerns for the NFL. So 
Now all you see on the NFL Weekly Report is confirmed positives being released. You do not know about or are reported about any unconfirmed or isolated positive tests. So that's what unconfirmed positives are. Now the third label that the NFL has is confirmed positives, which is where you have more than one positive test. Now, the NFL can label confirmed positives however they want. They can define it however they want. I'm guessing they define it as two or more positive tests, but if they wanted to, they could even say it needs to be three or more positive tests. We don't know for sure, but based on the gathering information I have, it's likely two or more confirmed or positive tests. So those are the three different terms the NFL has for players currently. Now, the question is, these unconfirmed positive tests, which are likely to be isolated true positives, how can you have an isolated true positive? Well, I have three explanations for that. The Number one, the simplest explanation is that the player has false negatives surrounding the true positive. The false negative rate is considered to be much, much higher than the false positive rate. The false negative rate is thought to be upwards of 30 to 50%. And with the way the NFL swabs players, which is to minimally put that swab into a player's nostril, I can see how that false negative rate could be very high, way higher than 50% even. They do not stick that swab deep into the sinus cavity like you're supposed to for a nasopharyngeal swab. So it's very likely that there could be false negatives surrounding a true positive test. The second possibility for an isolated true positive test is that the player might have cleared the virus out of his system. For example, let's say he breathed in, in some virus into his nose or somebody coughed in his face. The swab picks up the virus shows a positive test. Later on in the day, the player blows his nose a few times, cleans out his nostril sinuses, and then the virus is gone from his system, and subsequent tests are negative, otherwise a true negative. So this is the way you could have a true positive followed immediately by true negatives. Another way you could have that is if the immune system clears the virus out of your system quickly. Now, if you're have antibodies or have some immunity to COVID because you've had it in the past, if you get a little bit of virus in your system, it could show up as a positive test, but then your immune system clears it within 24 hours and subsequent tests are thus negative. So that's another case in which you could have a true positive test followed immediately by multiple true negative tests. So the NFL clearly over the past few weeks has been doing everything they can to avoid players missing games and avoid any publicly released information of confirmed COVID tests. So that's why they came up with this unconfirmed positive label that they don't release publicly. So AJ Terrell had multiple positive tests which caused him to miss the game on Sunday. I'm sure there are many players out there who have had isolated positive tests, but then subsequent tests came back negative, so they were able to get on the field 
without anybody knowing otherwise. Now, a player can get on the field very quickly after a positive test. If it's deemed a false positive, they can be on the field the next morning because the rerun of the original sample as well as the POC test could be done and returned by the next morning. Now, if an unconfirmed positive test is the case, a player could be back by the second day for sure. So AJ Terrell, let's say he tested positive on Friday. It was not determined to be a false positive, so he could test negative the next day with a PCR and POC test. He could potentially test negative again Sunday morning with a POC test, that's the rapid test, and he could be playing on Sunday even after having a positive test on Friday. So that's my summary of the situation with AJ Terrell. It's good news overall that he's the only guy who's missed a game due to positive tests. I think that's the way the NFL wants it for optics reasons, which I fully support. The risk to players due to COVID is very small. Most likely they're going to have minimal to no symptoms. So even if there are a bunch of guys out there with COVID who are testing false negatives, very likely we're not even going to know about it because their symptoms are minimal and not of concern. All right. Leave any questions, comments, disagreements, addendums on the YouTube comments or send me a Twitter at Jamie Liao MD. Thanks.